Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 17. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Carl. Hello, Carl. Hey, Brian, and everyone else out there. And today we have a special guest with us, Mr. Kevin Lentz. How you doing, Kevin? Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. So, uh, well, we always uh, like to start with letting our guests go first. And uh, so what'd you get in the last uh, oh, month or so? The What I picked up in the last month or so uh, has all been Bosk stuff. Uh, I've got a, picked up a 65-back Bosk, 45-back Bosk. That's vintage. And then I have a few modern prototypes. I've got a couple Power of the Force 2 first shots, both with green heads, one with a white torso, one with an unpainted yellow torso. Uh, got a couple more Galactic Heroes first shots coming, and I've got a prototype of the new Hot Wheels boss car in like white and blue colors, hmm. which is crazy because I still haven't found the actual production one yet. But I hear they're hitting targets, so I need to I need to check more regularly. Oh, okay. So how does someone come across? like these prototypes is it from somebody that you know or is it just picking them up off ebay or what it's a mixture the um the power of the force two first shots are coming both came from ebay galactic heroes are from a friend and the hot wheels is also from ebay okay so when you're picking up stuff on ebay how do you verify that these are actually real like you know what I mean? Like they're not right. somebody just made a fake of them or whatever. Well, I mean, they're when they come, you can tell they're 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 not they're not homemade. I mean, they're they're pr- production quality figures. Now they might have been. Who knows whether they were actually used in the production process or whether they just came off the line in China or something. But they're not something with a three D printer that someone's making in his in his basement or something like that. Do they actually look the same as like the original production figure that they came out with? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious if someone like you know went and took one and you know somehow got all the paint off of it and said, "Oh yeah, this is a prototype." <laughs> right. I mean, you could. If it if it were all in production colors and were just no paint, um, you'd you'd have to look you'd have to work pretty hard to be able to do that. If you think about all the like creases and, and crinkles uh-huh. in an action figure's mold, because um, there's been some discussion of of vintage items like the the Leia Bausch helmet. There there are legit like no paint versions out there, but that's one that people have tried to fake by stripping the paint off. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it's fairly difficult to do. Okay, I was just curious. I didn't know how that how that kind of stuff went. All right, so uh, Carl, what did you get? Got a few things, not much, but um, thanks to our buddy Dwayne, I got the um, three point seven five inch Jedha Revolt four pack, which um has four figures in it, and it's um. It's got another Jin Erso, unfortunately, which, according to Jedi Temple Archives, though, is slightly repainted differently, though. And it's got Saul Guerrero, which I think they did a really good job on him. The face looks like Forrest Whitaker. Um, and it's got the um, Shore Troop, or I'm sorry, the Imperial Hoover Tank pilot is in it, which is the same figure that was in the um, that big giant remote control <coughs> vehicle, I think. And then the last one is the Edrio Two Tubes. And besides that, I've, being a store owner, I got finally got my cases in this evening of the new, um, way, the latest wave. I shouldn't say the new wave of of the figures, and so I pulled me a set out of those, which has the Shore Trooper in it, and um, another Def Trooper, which 
it looks it doesn't look that much different than the one that was in the two pack but i haven't compared them close enough to know and then we have the Jen Urso in her um, Imperial Pilot disguise. And probably my favorite one of the way we have the Brody figure, because I really liked him in the movie, so I'm glad to get a figure of him. And then who, last... Who is that? Sorry. Bodie. The Brody Rook. Bodie. Rook figure. Bodie, sorry. Bodie <laughs> Rook figure. Which one is he? Um, he's the one guy that the, is that was on the bad side, and which was on the Empire. The Pilot. The pilot. the pilot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he was cool. <clears throat> yeah, and last but not least was the um, Gr- Grand Admiral Thrawn from the Rebels cartoon. Nice. So that's my gets for this month. Oh, nice. So uh, what I got was I ended up buying off of eBay uh, one of the R2-D2 droid two phones that came out in, I think it was 2010. They had one on display at Celebration 5. That's where they first showed it off. And I never did get one because I already had a a newer phone at the time and didn't want to pay the $600 or whatever for another phone. So I was just like, eh, I'll wait and get it later. And of course, I got it for 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat that. Nice. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I got that. Um, and it still powers on and works. So that's nice. I got a, uh, a six-inch Black Series AT ACT driver. It's uh, exclusive to Target, and uh, it looks pretty much like all of the shore troopers and stuff like that, just with a different paint paint scheme. <clears throat> also, they've got uh, the three and three quarter inch Black Series figures on sale at uh, Walmart for like five dollars and ninety five cents or something like that. So they're less than half price. So I picked up Poe Dameron, Han Solo trench coat, the First Order Stormtrooper. The Lando Calrissian in the general uniform, Admiral Akbar, the Han Solo from Force Awakens, and the Princess Leia from Force Awakens, which looks really bad. I <laughs> <laughs> um, also got the uh, the Lego Phantom, the newer one. I got it uh, for like no, 25 bucks or something. They had a really, really good sale on it when it first came out, which is kind of surprising. And picked up the Star Wars book, even more crochet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think my wife might be crocheting me some new figures. I've got uh, those 12 figures that my sister did for me a while back. So uh, I, I posted a picture of that last time. So that's why you got that with ulterior motives, to get her to make you some more? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, I got a, a new shaving kit that's a star wars got a rebel emblem on it and it's orange like a uh pilot a uh, x-wing pilot jumpsuit looks pretty nice uh we've got a vintage 12 inch darth vader and a seat vintage 12 inch c3po they're in uh, they're in pretty rough shape but i didn't pay a whole lot for them so i'm i'm not that you know not that disappointed in it i bought uh some six inch figure stands um <clears throat> they work pretty good they're uh they're about uh oh, three inches by an inch and a half or so and i've tried them out and they work pretty well i had this guy this guy was making them and uh, i had him make me some and this past weekend i went to uh adepticon which is up in schaumburg illinois ended up not doing too well in the main tournament you know only went three and three and then but one of the side events uh that they call uh oh shoot I can't remember what it's called now. But uh, anyway, you're in this little pod of eight people, and you play three rounds, 
and I ended up winning. So I ended up winning. They give you a like an alternate art card that has this double sided just for playing. And if you win it, you get one that's a plastic version of it. So it's a quite quite a bit thicker cardstock. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. What's on the card? It's uh, the Rebels. Uh, oh, shoot, the Ghost. And oh, cool. on the opposite side, it's the uh, the Inquisitor's Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pilots on them are just a plain Lothal Rebel. You know, on the the Ghost, and on the other one, it's the Baron of the Empire, is what they called it. So I don't I don't know if that's in in any canon or anything like that. I, I don't remember them saying anything about the Baron of the Empire in the uh, Rebels cartoon. So I don't know. It's probably just something they they made up. And then of course I got the same uh, three and three quarter inch wave three figures that Carl got, and that's about it. That's all I got. All I can remember at least. Pretty big month for you again. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be going to, uh, of course, Star Wars Celebration, picking up a bunch of stuff there, and Kevin's going also. Mm-hmm. Tried to get Carl to go. Carl spends too much money at horror conventions. <laughs> He's like a rogue Star Wars fan, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm I'm kind of disappointed that uh, that Dwayne's not going. He told me the other Dwayne day. De- is Dwayne I definitely can- out? Yeah, he's definitely out. He told me he's not going to be able to make it. So Yeah, he's having some back issues. I feel kind of bad because, I mean, that's what's stopping him, basically. Gotcha. Yeah, so we got some meetings coming up. I know ours will be during a time period of when I'm traveling down there because we're going going down for a little bit over a week, and the whole family's going to be there. So our next meeting will be on April the 8th. So we'll make it the best meeting we've ever had probably yeah. while you're gone. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Ashland meeting, I should say. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, when's your next meeting in there in Lexington? Uh, next Lexington meeting will be April 22nd, and uh, that will be at... Faith Lutheran Church, uh, 3 to 6 p.m., 836 Melrose Avenue. Okay. Do you have, like, a theme or anything? No, we don't usually do that. I, I think that's cool that y'all do that in Ashland, but we're not that organized here. We just show up. <laughs> it's my fault. I kind of start it for us every month when they made me take over as regional director. Have you came up with a theme yet for the next meeting? I was thinking about doing books because we, we talked about that a little bit. Everybody have everybody bring a couple of their favorite Star Wars books, whether it's a collectible book or whatnot, and just to see what kind of combinations we bring. See if we bring like the same books or we all bring different books or what. Okay. And then we could look at each, and then we could look at each other's books. I mean, I'd prefer probably if everybody brought some type of collector's type book and stuff because it because you can't really sit there and read a novel, but. If you don't have a certain book someone else has, you could look at it. Okay. And since you're a director, you probably have talked to the other officers. Has there been any kind of notification of when, like, the swap meet will be or the auction? I haven't heard them with an official date yet. They, As for um, the thing with the auction being in Ashland this year, they just said um, figure out where we want to have it and tell them the dates we can have it. And then Craig's the, Craig's the one talking to me that we really need to work around his schedule a little bit more because he's always so busy, which is fine. I mean, because we need him there. But us Ashland people need to figure out where we do want to have the auction at this year. I think at least we know the month of the swap meet, uh, which will be May in Frankfurt. I don't know that we have the exact date okay. yet. <clears throat> so then there... There won't be anything in Louisville this year? 
Um, that that will count as Louisville's event. Okay. Because Frankfurt's like halfway between Lexington and Louisville, so that Louisville will still be hosting the swap meet. Oh, okay. Have you talked about the fall festival yet? We we haven't. I mean, we're anticipating that to be in Lexington, but we haven't talked about dates or. Um, I think there's a good chance it'll be back at Faith Lutheran Church again, just because we have the inn there. Mm-hmm. But we haven't we haven't committed or requested or anything like that yet. Okay. All right. So we got some announcements for uh, some exclusives. Um, Carl, you want to read off the uh, Funko ones? Sure. Since I don't collect Funko, I'll read the Funko. <laughs> Okay, so for celebration exclusive Funkos, I'd hate to be a Funko collector. There's a lot of them to get here. Oh my gosh, I've, I, have you, Brian, have, have you had people hitting you up to try to get these already? Oh yeah, I've, at, I've at been, least three people. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I are you crazy? Realize, <laughs> I don't think they realize how impossible it is to try to get exclusives at a convention. It's just not happening. Especially if you don't want one yourself and you're, you're spending that time waiting in line to get the exclusive for someone else. It's not the funnest thing in the world. Well, they're yeah, doing I've, a- I've, just, I've decided um, several conventions back that I'm not wasting, I'm not sacrificing convention experiences to stand in line for convention stuff. Because you yeah, can always get the stuff later. Yeah, I mean, there's only a couple that I'm really going to try to get, and that's Hallmark and Lego. That's the only two that I ever try to get. And I don't, like, I don't get up and go and stand in line and, at midnight the night before to do it either. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, if you're in the Hallmark line, you're going to get one, because they give out a bunch. Lego, on the other hand, you're probably not going to get one unless you know somebody. Because last time, I had uh, Rob get one a ticket for me. You know, where he had the uh, Jedi Knight pass or whatever, so he could get in early. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't yeah. been for that, I wouldn't have gotten one. Okay, I'm sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. Oh, that's, that's fine. That's, I like interruptions. <laughs> um, deluxe. So you feature. like interruptions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't sorry. mind them at all, especially okay. since I don't like Funko. Deluxe featuring Ray with her iconic speeder. Um, Garin Dan. Han Solo with E-11 Blaster. A holographic version of version of um, Qui Gon Jinn boy. That's a lame one. <laughs> Chopper from the Star Wars Rebels with his Imperial disguise. Now that's kind of cool. All white prototype Boba Fett wobblers. Leia Hoff, Thrawn, Luke Jedi, and 442nd Clone Trooper. I'm not going to swear that that's all of them, but that's that's all that I could find at the, at the current moment. <laughs> well, well, since you dabble in Funko, is any of those the ones you'd like to really get on that list? I, yeah, I would probably get the Ray with the speeder, just because I have the Han and Tauntaun. And I've heard that the only way that you can get like that deluxe one is going to be at conventions. But here's the thing: what I've heard about the Funko is you have to like sign up for a lottery to even did. get the opportunity to get into the booth, and there's still no guarantee that they'll have the one that you want, even if you get in with the lottery. Yeah, I've heard that too. So. I mean, I guess that that's, that saves some of the craziness and the, but still, ugh. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to spend like hours waiting in line either. <clears throat> so the big, another big thing that was a real big hit at the last celebration was the t- pin trading, mm-hmm. and this year they have got a bunch, and some of them have actually already sold out. Like the sold out ones already are C3PO, R2D2, uh, Dagobah, Luke Skywalker. I don't know what the two is for. I don't know if there's like two different versions or whatever. Yoda, Lando Calrissian, and Admiral Akbar. 
And then, of course, they've got uh, some of the ones that, uh, I don't know exactly how you get them, but there's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, that's, the, of course, the older Obi-Wan. Anakin Skywalker, Mace Windu, um, Darth, Darth Maul, Count Dooku, Emperor, Boba Fett, IG-88, Bosk. There you go, Kevin. Someone can grab me one of those. That's fine. Because <laughs> those, those three, it's like the bounty hunters are sold as a three-pack, so I figure I can split that. Ah, uh, okay. With somebody. Um, some of them are blind-packed. Like, I heard Jar Jar is blind-packed. Um, but some of them are, like, in three-packs. Some of them you have to go to certain booths. Like, the, the Thrawn is, is through the Del Rey booth. Yeah, I have that down here. The, the... You sure do. Sorry. Uh, that's ahead. all right. <laughs> uh, then we got Jen Erso, Cassie and Andor, K2SO, uh, Princess Leia Organa, Ray, Sabine, Wren, Darth Vader, uh, Jar Jar Binks, Chopper, Ezra Bridger, Grand Moff Tarkin, Chewbacca, Biker Scout, BB-8, Han Solo, Stormtrooper, Ahsoka Tano, Death Trooper, Harrison Dooler, which is at the Gentle Giant booth, Kylo Ren, which is at the Funko booth, Finn at the Sphero booth, Zeb Aurelius, which is at ThinkGeek, Grand Admiral Thawne, which is at the Delray Publishing booth, which I think you have to actually buy the book in order to get that pen. I wouldn't but swear got to an exclu- it. But. Well, that'd be fine, too, because the, the book is an exclusive. They've got like yeah. an exclusive cover to the Thrawn book. Yeah, there's three different covers. There's the regular publishing one, the Celebration exclusive, and I don't know what the third Barnes, one is. Is it Barnes & Noble? It might be. Supposedly, they're going to have all three there available. I don't know whether that's true or not. That's what I've heard. And then they got Greedo, which is at Kudabakia, and they Snowtrooper at the F. F- FX book booth. <laughs> that was a mouthful. Um, I have, they have not announced the celebration exclusives for Gentle Giant yet. That's not until next week. Um, I don't know. I think they said they've got a, a too many busts and a jumbo figure. Hmm. Have you seen the 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 new announcement they made for the Gentle Giant Premier Guild the t- membership? The tiers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to do. I, they've, they've, they're doing so few of the jumbos anymore. I'm not even sure I'm going to buy any kind of membership this year. So how would you get the the exclusive one then? Just buy it off eBay? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. Um, because watch me drop it, and then there's no way to get something super cool. But there's not all that much left super cool that they haven't done either. So oh. we'll see. I'll probably if I, if I do, I'll probably do the low tier. So you're not going to try it? Like you're? Have you just decided not to worry about getting all of them? I'll also get all of them, I think, but I don't know. I just I, I don't feel like this last year I got my money's worth out of being a Premier Guild member. Yeah, but, I mean, what they have? Um, what was the San Diego Comic Con exclusive last they did year? Like, they did re, the repack Luke's, didn't they? Wasn't that last year? Like the Farm Boy Luke? Oh, yeah. Well, I had no use for that. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing. There was nothing at Celebration Europe. Yeah, I, so, before I don't that, know. Yeah, because the year before that, in 2015, it was uh, R2 droids and C-3PO droids. Yeah, those were cool. I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to we'll see, see what the gift is. <laughs> They've revealed two minibusts already, the older Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then, of course, they got a Marvel one. That's uh, yeah. uh, Old Man Logan. <laughs> okay. Hey, this is Brian cutting in. We found out after recording that we had uh, several exclusives that we missed. One of them is the FX 40th Anniversary Commemorative Stormtrooper Helmet. Also, Hasbro has the 40th Anniversary 6-inch Luke Skywalker action figure. Funko had also a plush Jawa Salacious Crumb 2-pack. 
the Mini Hikari Green Gold Greedo 2-Pack, and the Mini Hikari Blue slash Clear Greedo 2-Pack. Also, we have Hallmark, which has the Macquarie Stormtrooper ornament, the uh, told the white one, it looks like he has a, a lightsaber. The Itty Bitty Red Snaggletooth in vintage style packaging, which looks pretty neat. The Itty Bitty Blue Snaggletooth in, uh, in no packaging, but he's in a plastic bag, you know, kind of like the way he came originally in the, the Kenner figures. Then the Itty Bitty Hammerhead in his jumpsuit vintage style packaging and also... Wonder World has a comics exclusive Rogue One variant cover. Delray Books has an exclusive Thrawn, which we talked about. The Hot Wheels has a Biggs Dark Ladder character car. Uh, Lego, of course, has one, like we said. We don't know what it is yet. And Kotobukiya has the Triple Zero BT1 Celebration exclusive Artifacts 2 pack, which comes with an Adi Gravo Granov bonus. And then also R2X2 Celebration exclusive Artifacts. R5-D4 Celebration Exclusive Art FX, and R4-M9 Celebration Exclusive Art FX. So we'll get you back to the uh, the rest of the podcast right now. Okay, so the general discussion that we were going to do for today was about vintage card backs and some of their variations. So uh, I asked, that's why I asked Kevin to come on because he's you know a super collector of all the, the card backs, has one of every one, you know, at least you know figure maybe not one of every single <laughs> version but uh at least one of every figure on a card back so uh kevin you want to talk a little bit about that yeah yeah thanks so um and you guys feel free to jump in if you have questions or or comments or whatever because i just sort of made a list of things to talk about but i think when you when you think about the the vintage star wars action figure line the the figures are great the figures are iconic we played with them as a kid but i thought kenner really did a fantastic job with the packaging of the figures the 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 six six inch by nine inch card back with the bubble on it that holds the figure and the card backs all had this big picture uh from the movie of the character and of course they looked great on the shelves when we were kids and of course we all took them home and ripped the bubbles off to play with them but a lot of us kept the card backs themselves uh just because they had that great picture from the movie on them and then also because on the back of the card you had that collect them all picture that showed you all the other action figures that were available and you could use that as a checklist and it i mean it literally said collect all 47 or collect all 12 or collect all 92 or however many there were yeah i missed that <laughs> at that yeah. time yeah and so i mean that, yeah. that's that that's the amazing thing about the the vintage Kenner line is, with a couple minor exceptions, they kept every single figure in production throughout the entire run. So that you know that farm boy Luke that came out in 1978, you could buy him all the way through up to on a 77, 79 back. Um, Darth Vader, you could get all the way up to a 92 back, and you know they would have the the ones that didn't make it to 92, they had plans to had the line not been canceled. So this idea of keeping almost 100 figures in print in production, so that kids could still buy them all, that's crazy by today's marketing standards. Yeah, it would take half an hour to you know keep some of that stuff going. Right. Which isn't saying you could always find everyone in the store at any given time back then. Because I know when the line ended, I was still short a few figures. Um, like uh, Bespin Leia is one <coughs> that I never... I remember seeing her once at like the Safeway. And I passed her up to get something else and then never saw her again. 
anywhere in a source. I mean, she was out there, but no guarantee you'd find them. So that, I think that was the appeal of the card back when you were a kid, though, was seeing, one, you got the picture of the of the character, and then, two, you've got all of the action figures on the back that you could look for. I think the, the appeal of it now, um, and, you know, there are people who collect just the card backs, and there are people who collect carded figures. Um, and so I guess the, the appeal is different. What I like about collecting carded figures is it's that... It's just that it's it's what you would have seen in the store. It's that that figure in the bubble on the card um, before you took it home and, and ripped the bubble off and had all the fun with it. It's just in that pristine original shape. Um, the best reference for figuring out if we're talking about all these variations of card backs is a 2003 book by John Kellerman, who's an old school collector, and his his goal was to collect not just every <coughs> figure carded but every version of every figure on any united states produced card throughout the run have you seen so every the prices time, on that book the, it, the book is out of print and yeah. it goes for probably about 200 300 dollars these days yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder if they've ever thought about you know republishing that book it's an it's a, the thing is it was an independently published book and he didn't he he struggled to sell through the initial print run um, they just, he couldn't sell them, he couldn't move them. Um, I picked up my copy almost like half off from him at whichever celebration was the last one in Indianapolis. Was Three. that four? Three. Okay. Um, just because he couldn't sell them. So I don't know that the, while, while yes, individual copies are selling at a premium right now, I don't know that it's financially feasible to do another print run for them. Hmm. But yeah, it's a, it's a great book. Um, if you get a chance to pick one up, pick one up, or if you're over here, feel free to thumb through mine. Cause, um, just all kinds of great information. And what he, he created was this matrix. It's, it's like a big Excel table that plots every single variation of card front and card back and figure and which figures are available on which one. That's they picked that up and taken it over on rebelscum.com because there have been some updates since 2003. You know, they discovered a new thing existed mm-hmm. that he wasn't sure of. And so the updated matrix is on rebelscum.com, but you don't have all the pretty pictures that the book has. Um, some basic information, though. Uh, there are 21 different kinds of card fronts. So that's like differences in the logo or um, the offer or the sticker, or something like that that you see from the front of the card. There are 53 different variations of card backs. So that's like how many figures are shown on the back, or which vehicles and playsets are shown on the back, or uh, certainly you know how many characters are shown on the back, and some of the backs, sometimes there's a sticker that's on the back. And you spread those 21 card fronts and 53 card backs over the 94 characters, and you've got, you've got easily hundreds of different carded figures I, I i was looking for a number of of how many and it's i'm guessing over a thousand uh different carded figures that you could collect uh if you were so inclined to do so wow that's a lot but that, that's a lot yeah i don't I, it's it, it blows it blows my mind it blew my mind the first time I, I flipped through this and saw just how many like if you flip to the matrix um and just you know you pick one of those first 12 characters like uh like chewbacca um, who was always in production. You could always find a Chewbacca figure. So he appears just across across the road, like every little box for Chewbacca is dotted in. So you could get him on a 12A and a 12B and a 12C, all the way up to the 92 back, the Power of the Force back. 
that's probably why you see so many collectors that will just focus on one character like that for they can get all these variations or as many as they can find. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Cause you can't, I think, I think the, the trying to do a Kellerman type collection today just isn't feasible. Um, but to do a, a solid run of us, of, a, of us releases of a single character is, is for the most part still, still attainable, still something that you can do. Um, the main things that you'll notice on the card fronts as a, as a changing thing is the logo. So, of course, the, the earliest figures have just the Star Wars logo. And then uh, when it switched over to Empire Strikes Back, the logo changed to Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the Jedi. And then at the end of the line, uh, when it didn't seem like there were any more movies coming, they tried to rebrand it as Power of the Force, and that was the logo that was on the last wave before the line got canceled hmm. in the U.S. Some other things on the front that you'll notice as far as variants is you'll see the, the offers, because the offers were awesome when we were kids, that you could save your proofs of purchase and mail off and get a free Boba Fett or a free Admiral Akbar or a free Nine Num or uh, the secret figure that ended up being Bosk. Oh, I forgot about that secret figure. Yeah, yeah, that's those are actually tougher um, card fronts to find. The um, 21 backs with a sticker on them for the secret figure offer with the Star Wars logo, or the 21 backs with the Empire Strikes Back logo and the printed offer. And so that's the other thing, is sometimes the offers are stickers, and sometimes they're printed on the cards. And there are some offers, like the secret figure offer, that can be found either way. The um, Admiral Akbar is another one like that, can either be stickered or printed on the card back. If you look at the back of the cards, the main thing that you'd look for first, because um, it's actually the main thing that people, when they're looking to buy or sell a carded figure, is how many f- other figures they're trying to sell on the back of the cards. If you heard the term 12 backs, what that means is there are t- just the original 12 figures shown on the back. And it just says collect all 12. And so the numbers there are there's 12 backs, 20 backs, 21 backs, 31 backs. And then Yoda, they held him back so because they didn't want to like spoil what he looked like. So Yoda then debuted on the 32 back, 41, 45, 47, 48. Uh, 48 was the end of the Empire Strikes Back and also the first Return of the Jedi logo had 48 on the back. But all the Return of the Jedi figures debuted on 65 backs, then 77, and they added two stupid Ewoks, <laughs> Paps Luna and Lumat, to get us to 79, which is the last Return of the Jedi logo, and then 92 figures on the Power of the Force card back. Okay, so is uh, what would be like some of the more rare versions of a like a figure on a on a certain card back? So that's that's the thing is it kind of varies from character to character, and so that that's where when you uh, was it Carl who mentioned focus collectors or was that you Brian? That was me mentioned the yeah, thought, people. Yeah. yeah, so you almost have to like talk to the focus collectors to figure out what the what the rare one is. Interestingly, for Bosk, it's the thirty one back. It's his debut card, and he's just like he's like a hen's tooth on that card back. He's you, you can find him on anything else that he was released on pretty easily, but. And it's not, I mean, a lot of the 31 backs, like Luke Bespin or uh, Han Hoth or Snowtrooper, you can find them no problem. So it's not like a popularity or a debut card back for some reason. They just didn't make very many of him on the 31 back. Might have had something to do with the fact that he was the, the mail-away. And maybe as the figure was being produced, they were putting more of them into mail-away boxes than putting them on cards. That's just a theory, though. We don't know that. 
That sounds but, like a good theory, though. You Instead of, you know, say there's like half a million made, and they, instead of doing half a million on cars, they do 250,000 in boxes and 250,000 in, you know, cards, and then the rest of the figures, they do 500,000 on cards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. We just, you know, there's, I don't think any, like, Kenner paperwork has turned up to say that that's why, but uh, that's what I, what I suspect anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's for Bosk. Um, Forlom... Oh, shoot, I forget the number. Forlom on an offerless Empire Strikes Back card was only... It's a U.S. card, but it was only sold in Australia. There are a couple cases where Australia got, like, stuff we didn't get, even though it was in U.S. packaging. <laughs> and, I mean, that's that's something that's... It's it's a grail item for a lot of people, because a lot of people like to have offerless... Um, they want the, the character on the movie card logo, but without an offer on it. And the only way to get Forlom on an Empire Strikes Back card is to find one of those Australian ones. Now, I really I haven't talked to any about foreign cards because that's an entire different um, boat. Oh. And oh yeah, we uh, could have five times the length of a podcast talking about foreign ones. <laughs> and 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 not something that I'm particularly expertise on either. So, but the the general rule of thumb though is if something's not U.S., you're going to pay a whole lot more for it because it's just a lot more rare. I do have a. Uh... A Palatoy Darth Vader. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on a Return of the Jedi card, and it's, it was kind of strange because I didn't actually think it was a Palatoy because it didn't have the Palatoy logo on the front. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, when Return of the Jedi came out, they didn't put them on the front in the big old Palatoy logo. It's just yeah, on they the discontinued back. they discontinued the Palatoy logo on the front um, about midway through Empire Strikes Back. So, but yeah, yes, yeah, that's cool. So that's that's worth. And the Return of the Jedi ones. Uh, the the palatoy it's going to be worth a little bit more than a than a U.S. palatoy or sorry a Kenner Vader but um yeah kind of blabbered on there but yeah then when you get into stuff like the 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 square mechano cards or or some of the the palatoy logo Empire Strikes Back figures uh the the Pock figures the the Clippers the the Toll Toys just it, the Lily Ladies I mean it's just there's there's a there's a whole literally a whole world of stuff to collect out there and and yeah wasn't there a different one in Brazil too the glass leet ones from Brazil yeah yeah I, I myself only have a, a handful of carded figures I have that one, that one Darth Vader and I have a I actually have a twelve back R two D two the card's not in the greatest shape but I got it for fifty bucks at a, a flea market <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I think there's just something special about about having a figure in its package, or or for card back collectors, I think just having that card back, um, it's it's something neat, something cool, something that connects connects back to when we were kids. Yeah, I, I liked whenever they came back out with the vintage collection in 2009 or 10. Mm-hmm. I, it was fun, yeah, it was fun seeing the packaging. A, a friend of mine called that vintage exploitation. <laughs> uh, anytime they they they'd try to to connect to the vintage style like they're doing with the um 40th anniversary oh, the, the 40th anniversary black series Six figures inch. this year yeah but often, it's, go, sorry go ahead no go ahead i mean i i, I don't <laughs> really buy any of that but it's fun seeing it in the stores go ahead i was just gonna say i've often wondered why because like when he was talking about you know actually having the character's actual movie picture on the front of the vintage cards how cool that was why hasn't hasbro done that over the years except 
except when they did the vintage collection packaging. I mean, why they got like, like for Rogue One, they've used like the art drawings and stuff like that. Why not actually, I just wonder sometimes why they, they don't use actual pictures. Or when they do, they're little tiny. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, they probably, um, I don't know, have been told not to do it just because they don't want to spoil parts of the movie or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> could yeah. be, could be. But I miss those. That's one of my favorite things. It's just the, like you was talking, the big picture of the actual character there on the, the front. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I remember back when I first got the the, the Tomarts, uh, Steve Sansweet's uh, Tomarts price guide, like back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I spent hours just flipping through those six or seven pages that had all the carded figures in them. And just, just like being amazed again at how awesome the, the packaging was. Uh, uh, that, was, that was a big inspiration to me to go and, and, and work on the set. was just, it was well done stuff. So you've got that there was card backs with 92 figures, but 94 characters. Yeah. So, so the, make sure that those numbers are right. Um, because they, there were a couple <clears throat> figures that they retired along the way. So, you know, they started off with just the regular R2-D2 and C-3PO. And then when they came out with R2-D2 sensor scope and C-3PO removable limbs, they retired those first two. So you couldn't get their R2-D2 without the sensor scope or the C-3PO without the removable limbs. And then... Um, same with uh, R2-D2 pop-up lightsaber. When when they put him on the card back, they took the R2-D2 sensor scope off the card back. So 92, really it should be 95 characters because they're the three retired ones, not 94. Okay. And then there are a couple figures that were never released on a U.S. card back, those being the Blue Snaggletooth, who only came in the Sears set, and Yak Face, who either came on a Power of the Force French Canadian card, mostly sold in Australia, or on a European Trilogo card, but never on a U.S. card. Didn't they sell it in Canada also? I, I think yes. I mean, it's a Canadian card, I, so the, probably some of them turned up in Canada, but most of them, most of them have sourced to Australia. Hmm. Kind of like that Forlom that I mentioned. For some reason, they just all ended up there. Oh, okay. So, is there any? Any that you don't have on a certain version that you're wanting, you know, that you're looking for. I'm I'm working on a Bosk run right now, so th- there's there's really other than him, and I, I'm I, my goal is to get with Bosk as many different card fronts as possible. I'm not as interested in all the different variations on the back because you don't see them right when they're out on the shelf. Mm-hmm. But I want to get you know as many different kinds of offers. Um, that I can find, and as many of the the even the non-U.S. ones that I can find, but that's you know that's where the challenge and the money is. Yeah, do you have like? Are you trying to also get like different uh, different versions from different countries as well? If I can find them, and they're they're inexpensive enough, which in both cases tends to be no. <laughs> um, <laughs> like like there's there's a square mechano. Uh, boss from the Empire Strikes Back line, but it, 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 even I, I talked to to, to Stefan. Uh, I don't. I think I never say his last name, the, but he's the French expert guy. And he said he said if he, he could probably at some point find me an open just the card back without the bubble in the figure, probably around five hundred dollars. Wow. Um, and so you can just extrapolate to that to see what a carded one would run, and it's it's not going to be in my <laughs> budget <clears throat> no not <laughs> so did you did you ever hear like why at at a certain point they they quit making them i mean was it 
Was it just because there was no movies coming out and nobody? Yeah, they weren't selling. Um, they, 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 they. I mean, they, they had plans for the line to continue. You know, Yakface would have been the ninety third figure. He was. Um, you, if you if you bought like the catalog, if you bought a toy that came with a catalog in the Power of the Force line, Yakface was was shown on there. So I mean, he was he was planning to come. They had other ideas for for taking the line forward, but kids just weren't buying them. They'd moved on to Master of the Universe and GI Joe, especially, and there was. Like you said, there were no movies that were driving sales, and the Ewoks and Droids cartoons flopped. <laughs> and so those toy lines that they put a lot of time and energy into didn't continue on either. Yeah, they just it wasn't a moneymaker for them anymore, so they discontinued. Oh, okay. Um, now, I know that uh, the Star Tots, they have gone, you know, kind of like that with the, the card back, you know, look and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, have they announced all the all the ones for the the next celebration that's coming up in a couple of weeks? They haven't. I think they've only teased maybe five or six of them. Okay. And Are I don't you... I don't have I don't I don't have I don't have that that list. Um, I, I don't have that in front of me. Which ones they've announced? Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, are you uh, sponsoring one? I'm not. No. Oh, okay. Um, I was happy to sponsor one of the medallions at Celebration Europe last year. But um, not a startup. Okay. So you're are you still working the the collection track again? Yes. Yeah. I'll be I'll be working um, managing lines mostly. I imagine again. <laughs> but that'll be you know I enjoy that. It's it keeps me. I like having something to do, and um, I like the people that I work with there. So. Yeah, they seem no, like uh, like really nice people because I've I've talked to them over the years that you know have been going to celebrations. Uh, my first one was in 2010 at Celebration Five, mm-hmm. so you know going to this one, I will have gone to half of the ones in the United States. Nice. Did you, did you go to the first one? I did not. No, the um, I, my first one was Indianapolis, the one we mentioned earlier, whose number I've already forgotten. Three. Yeah, because two and, and three I, were there. Right. I went to three, and then I skipped L.A. the first time, or the, I guess the only time I was in L.A. And then I th- I've been to all of the U.S. ones since, and the last two Europe ones. Okay, so I think that's about it. Yeah. So uh, if people had like more questions for you, how would they be able to get a hold of you? Um, probably the easiest easiest way to find me is on Facebook, Kevin Lentz, L-E-N-T-Z. Okay. Yeah, so if you have questions about uh, vintage card backs and variations and stuff like that, then uh, just give Kevin a, a shout-out on Facebook. The nice thing is there's lots of stuff I don't know, but a lot of times I know the people who do know what I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I guess that's the show for, for this month. Uh, we do have a, a Patreon page if you, uh, if you want to give us a... Uh, you know, give us some help. You know, we've had one Patreon donor so far. Uh, go to www.patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Star Wars Collector. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Star Wars Collector Podcast. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me, it's uh, raminator at gmail.com or on Twitter at Darth Rammy, D-A-R-T-H-R-A-M-Y. Uh, for the podcast itself, TSWCPodcast at gmail.com or at TSWCPodcast on Twitter. And Carl? If you want to get a hold of me, it's hauntedpalace at gmail.com or I'm on Twitter a lot at Brain of Blood. Does anybody ever want to get a hold of you, Carl? 
<laughs> Usually not. <laughs> yeah, and our Facebook shout out for this month is Sean Patrick Hoban. Thanks for listening, Sean. We appreciate it and hope you enjoyed this podcast. So uh, I guess we'll say goodbye for this month. Bye. Bye. <laughs>